You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Let's read again where we started from Genesis chapter 12. And God has said to Abraham, sorry, this screen is not working. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 12, again, just verse 1. And God has said to Abraham, get out of your so, um, father's house and out of your kindred, out of, to the land that I will show you. There is a land. There is a land. He said, God has said, get out of thy country, from thy kindred, from thy father's house, unto the land that I will show thee. So God said this to Abraham. And we also said, God, for some reasons, Abraham was not the first person to be separated from his family. Noah actually started it. God has always looked for a pure breed. So in Exodus chapter 19, I think verse 5, he said to Israelites, if you obey me, you are going to be a peculiar people. Special people. Exodus 9, uh, chapter 19, 19, 19, 5 or so, yeah. He said, if you obey me, you'll be special people. Then he said the same thing in Jerome. He began to speak to Israelites again in chapter 14. And he said that God will want to make you a holy people. You are a holy people, a peculiar people. This morning, I want to look briefly into why the old things are found in certain lives that are born again. In other words, how to get rid completely of the things of the past. Because light and darkness cannot dwell together. Praise the Lord. I want to explain that which makes people to go for deliverance. And they are stuck because they keep needing it. What does the Bible say about this? Why should a believer be having bad dreams? Afflictions? Why should things happening to generations before a Christian be happening to a Christian now that is born again? Why do we see ah? Why do some still have the old traits? Whether anger or this one. So we started by saying that's why God said come out of your father's house. So that the things happening there will not be on you. But you see Old Testament's was a shadow, and New Testament is a substance. In some cases, some people, of course, for this question, a man leave his father, he said that one to get married, you have to leave. But beyond living physically, there is a spiritual living. So I want to read a scripture to us this morning. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 23. We start from there, and we run very fast. I'm asking to sit down in a while. I've not forgotten that you are standing. <laughs> Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 23. I want us to read it together. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Okay. I think next week, Sunday, I'm going to speak about plan and timing. Don't miss next Sunday. And I might bring into it seasons of life. And we look at it from God's word. Seasons of life. What may Paul say that I am feeding my course? 
have you finished your course? What level are you in your course? And what made Jesus to say that? I will walk the walk of him that sent me during the day for a night coming when no man can walk. I will show you in every man's life, morning and evening time, and what, what to do in each moment. But that's not for today. The Bible says, and he brought us out. This is Moses talking, that he might bring us in. Everybody say after me, he brought us out. That he might bring us in. Say it again. Say it one more time with conviction. Say, he brought me out to take me in. So there is coming out of something and there is entering into something. Hallelujah. He brought us out of our father's house to our heavenly father's house. So Jesus said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. Well, it talks about our place in heaven. But beyond that, it talks about the body of Christ. He was about to go to the cross and he was about to make another habitation available for humanity. So if any man is in Christ, that in Christ was the, my father's house he was talking about. Hallelujah. He has gone and now he has made a place for us and we are in that place right now. Glory to God. They can have your seats. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory to God. He brought us out. There is a story I want to use to illustrate what has happened or what happens when a man is brought out and a man is taken in. And this will explain what people call ancestral causes. Why do these things take hold of believers? Are they real? They are real. But why do they happen? Why are saints brought to the level that their forefathers were in, even though those ones were not born again, and now that you are born again, should that happen? It is because the Bible said they know not. But I want to show you something today. Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 3. Please pay attention. Hallelujah. Glory to God. One of the things I want to do this morning is to lay a solid foundation that believers should have. And it changes everything down to be a better pattern of a Christian. The Bible says, and this is God talking. He was giving Moses a law. Very solid law. And he said, and Amorites or Moabites shall not enter the congregation of the Lord. Even unto the tenth generation shall they not enter into the congregation of the Lord forever. For some reasons, God was very angry with the Amorites and the Moabites. And the Bible gave the reason. They did certain things to Israelites. And then God said, a Moabite and Amorites shall not, and you know God's word, they don't fail. He said, till their 10th generation, they are not going to enter God's inheritance. But there was a comma, a clause, or something changed that scenario. You have heard about a woman in the Bible called Ruth. Ruth was a Moabite. 
And this curse that came from the heaven, from Almighty God Himself, was supposed to apply to Ruth. But Ruth broke the chains. Ruth married a man called Boaz. And because she married Boaz, she entered into God's inheritance against this laid down stuff. She was a Moabite. But then she entered. Ow! I am saying this to get us so I pray that the Spirit of God will give us a revelation. Those who are here and those who are out, those who are watching, listening to me, to understand once and for all what Christ has done. The only one that could overcome Satan already did his job. Others trying to we have only been trying to do what has been done. And when Satan notices, he afflicts them further because they are walking in unbelief. The limitation to all of God's promises is doubt. And Satan will try whatever you think you know. If it is not solidly rooted inside you, it will not last. So there will be cases. When things will attempt to happen in your life, like it happened with people before you, and the enemy will tell you that I have told you, you need deliverance otherwise. But that's a lie, and I want to show you today. Now, the story of roots. I just showed you what the Almighty God said. A Moabite, he said, till 10 generations. How did this woman do, do it? It will let you understand redemption. So, what happened to roots? Listen. Are you following me this morning? Praise the Lord. <laughs> Ruth was a Moabite. But she married a man from Israel. She was absorbed in. So even though by Ruth, R-O-O-T, she was a Moabite. By joining to a man of Israel, the root was cut off. Are you getting what I'm saying? This same woman was the great-grandmother of David. Apparently, the cause no longer applied to her because she joined a man. So the Bible says, hey, this is wonderful. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 23. So, <laughs> he that is joined to the Lord has become one spirit. Let's read. Hallelujah. Are you following me this morning? Amen. He that is joined to the Lord has become 1 Corinthians 6, 23. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Somebody shout amen. Somebody shout amen. Somebody shout amen. When we got born again, they forgot to tell us that we needed deliverance. Thank God they forgot. I would have been trapped like many forever. Thank God they forgot. So we're not conscious of demons holding us. Even though I drank things before I got born again. Even though I, I went to have my bath in the river, my parents took me there. But thank God, nobody saw the idea that we needed deliverance to us. And I have never needed, I have never gone for deliverance in my life. 
See, revelation is powerful. I know there are newcomers here. You might find it a little difficult what I'm sharing with you today. But thou shalt know the truth. And the truth will make you free. It will make you free once and for all. And whosoever the Son of God sets free, the Bible says, he is free indeed. <laughs> Prophets have approached some of us also. They said, we saw, I shut the gang down. Nonsense. <laughs> I, I'm not doing, I didn't do that as a pastor. I was not always a pastor in my life. But truth changes your life. And that's what I'm explaining. Catch the flow this morning. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. So the Bible said, to him that is joined to the Lord. See, I read Ruth's story for a reason. Forever, Satan will keep sowing seeds in your hearts that you need to do something to set yourself free. And once you yield to that thought, this is what you need to understand. Even Jesus Christ, Satan appeared to him and he said to Jesus, if thou be the son of God, did the devil know Jesus, if Jesus did what the devil asked him to do to prove that he was a son of God, he would have lost it completely. Is somebody hearing me? If it's a very potent weapon in the hands of the devil, he looks at a believer, you say you'll be set free. He creates a situation and he steps back and he begins to say, you need deliverance. Can't you see this happening in your life? If you buy into it, then you will need deliverance forever. Is somebody hearing me? I want to be sure somebody's hearing me this morning. Say loud, Amen. amen. Hallelujah. He is the one behind these tricks and I'm trying to explain. So when a person is born again, what you really need? Philippians chapter 1. Let's read. Philippians chapter 1. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Please, I need responses this morning. Amen. Amen. As I share, if people have problems with evil spirit, they are set free right now. These are not just ordinary words. Flaws, terrible flaws in people's character is departing right now. Because the truth sets free. Are you hearing me? The truth sets free. Look at this. Paul and Timothy, go down to verse 6 or so. When he said that, when I heard of you, being confident of this very thing, verse 7. I want to know where he said that. When I heard of your faith, I started praying for you or something like that. Uh, go down. Run through the verses, please. If you locate it for me, let me know. What verse? Verse 3. Oh, wait. 3. Start from verse 3, please. I thank God upon my remembrance of you. Verse 4. Always in prayer of mine for you, making requests with joy. Verse 5. For your fellowship of the gospel from the first day. Verse 6. I want to know the prayer I prayed. What verse is that? He gave a particular prayer that, that direction. I, I, I'm going to Ephesians, I'm going to Colossians, but I want to start from Philippians, where Paul prayed. What verse? Please, let me look. Okay. This I pray, that your love will abound yet more and more. What is the word there? Can somebody respond, please? You see, what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to do, beyond those of us that are here, it will set a lot of people in Nigeria free. 
from moving from pillar to post. Honestly speaking, knowledge is supposed to multiply, but I see the body of Christ is backsliding more. People submitting themselves to influence of evil spirit by being told that they should come for deliverance and it's spreading more and more. That's why I need to take time to show you what the Bible says because, oh Lord Jesus, this is tearing me off. What is happening to many people, they're like the case of the brother, senior brother of the prodigal son. He sat down there. When the father was celebrating his brother, he said to his father, my friend, he said, I have been very faithful to you as a son. You did not give me one lamb to go and sacrifice. He said, but this idiot son of yours is back and you are celebrating him. And the father told him what shocked him. Luke chapter 15. Father told him what shocked him. He said, my son, I'm sure that day the boy would have died inside. You are angry because I did not give you one lamb with your friend. He said, but oh, you have never known. All I have is yours. You didn't need to ask me. You could have taken anything. All over the world, believers possess everything, but they do not know. They are looking for what is already inside them, and it's an effort in futility. How many people are like the prodigal son's elder brother? Asking, angry. They are not even asking. They are angry that they cannot have a lamb. Yet the only inheritance belong to them. No wonder Psalm 82 says that they know not. Neither will they understand. He said the foundation of the earth is out of course. But I have said they are God. But you shall die as men. Because a man that is in honor that knows him not is like a beast that perishes. That's what the Bible says. So if a man is endowed and he does not know, he's in trouble. That's why you say to him that asks, more will be given. And to him that asks, not even what he has will be taken away. When he does not recognize what he has. Why is the subject of deliverance very common nowadays? Why are there so many saints looking for somebody to deliver them? From what? That's what I want to share with you. That's why we're sharing this. From what? Paul prayed for knowledge. He said, the moment I heard that you are born again, and this is what I want to end with, that church must begin to pray this kind of prayer. And you know what? Listen to me. You must begin to pray except your eyes of understanding are open to the things that God has done. You will always think you need something to stand. Are you hearing me? Praise the Lord. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 15. Paul again pray. Why mentioning knowledge? Look at it again. Ephesians 1 15. Wherefore I saw after I heard of your faith in Lord Jesus Christ, the love for all the saints. Next verse. Cease not to give thanks, making mention of you in my prayers. Verse 16, verse 17. The Bible is letting us know how Paul used to pray when he was alive. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of what? Everybody say it together. Please, I need everybody to participate. May give unto you what? Next verse. If your Bible is yours, underline spirit of wisdom and revelation. Then underline that you may know. That you may know. Paul said that 
the bulk of my prayer is a praying that you know that God should give you. He said, but that you may know the hope of his calling. Something happens to a man when he knows. He said, that you may know. He said, the spirit of which that you may know. If I got born again three years ago, which where I was coming from and all the river baths we took and all the, the, the prophet told us to drink raw egg in the church. If I got born again some three, four years ago, somebody would have told me, you did all that, we need to have deliverance and I will be in that circle forever. We got born again on that scripture, you know, many years back and nobody was talking about deliverance and none of us was in bondage. I am telling you how much power. Do you know that some people still talk to me? That the auntie called that one prophet said something and they begin to shiver and I shake my head. Why are you submitting yourself to something directing your life instead of submitting yourself to the word of God? You know why? There is laziness all over the word of Christians sitting down with the word of God. Basically. And if you are not saturated with the truth, you are qualified to be deceived and pay for the deception. Are you following me? Because understanding... You will always, and the moment you think you need something, you will keep living in fear. You cannot boldly demonstrate faith. Faith is rooted in understanding of what Christ has done. Outside that, there's no faith. There will be fear. Are you following me? You know, this morning, I was thinking, Lord, if I talk about plans and purpose, about man understanding his time. It is sweeter and easier. This is a difficult terrain in Africa. But for the sake, I just have this love for everyone and I'm sharing this with people. The Bible says, to whom you submit yourself will become your master. If somebody tells something that you believe, ah, second abortion, second miscarriage, or second, ah, your mother to add four. You are going to number four. For accepting, you have just set up that law in motion in your life. The Bible says, in the beginning was the word. There is a part that says, without it was nothing made that was made. Nothing comes into your life without a word and the word that you accept. So if I tell you that there are forces of darkness operating in your life and you need deliverance and you consent to it, I have just made you subject to the force of darkness and now you are under them and you will need that deliverance. If somebody gets what I'm saying. That's why naturally I'm a gentle person. But when they propose this, the way I react, we think I'm rude. It's because we are saying to the devil that no, that luggage is not dropping in this house. Myself and my wife, too, had delay in having a bath and come and hear prophets. But I made sure I had the final say. There was one I called on phone. I said, I will invite you for the naming. Idiots. Call the phone. You need to make sure. You, you will think that we are being. It is because people don't. Are there prophets? Yes, but a true prophet will not seek to control you. This thing is spreading around. And it's the reason why churches, people are not growing in their faith. Because you want somebody to say that, in Jesus' name, you are free. Listen to me, everybody. Any freedom ministered to you by somebody will not last. The true freedom is for you to stand your ground. Very true. 
There are cases when demons have been driven out of life of a Christian. But be sure, just like Jesus said, they will come back. But the one you drive by yourself, by the light that enters, entrance of light is the answer to darkness. And it is the word that gives light. When we go born again, they just, scripture, you know, just kept putting the word of God inside us. They didn't tell us that something was responsible for anything. And we kept believing, and we kept believing, and we were never conscious of the devil. Until now, about 26, 27 years ago. No consciousness. Me and all my friends. Some of my friends that we go born again were from Muslim background. Some, their father were very fetish and gave them different things. But when we all go born again, nobody told us anything. Light was too powerful that we did not remember darkness. Hallelujah. What pains me most, many of the people I've seen go that way, it has been seven years I've known some of them now. They have not stopped needing one deliverance after the other. And many of you can understand what I'm saying. When this one is true, every three, four months, they are back again. Somebody is praying for them, then they will have relief for a while. Then it is the devil playing tricks with them. They will have a relief for a while, and then after six months, the dream will come again. Then they will run to go and see the pastor again, that I've had the dream again, I want to see day. And then, <laughs> hey, Colossians chapter 1, verse 14. Let's read. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Say revelation. Say it again. Say understanding. Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Next verse. Who is in the image? I want uh, uh, go to verse 13. Let's start from 13. That's where I'm really going. I, when you have your Bible in your hand and you see something like this, what happens to you? Let's, let me read it. Let's start from 12. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Giving thanks to the Father who has made us to be partakers of inheritance of saints in light. Verse 13. Who will deliver us from the power of darkness and will translate us? Did I read it wrongly? What is there? How many of us understand English? What is the meaning of that? How many people have been delivered from the power of darkness? Is that what the Bible says? Bible didn't say, after deliverance, you shall be delivered. When Jesus died and rose again, he ended the power of darkness. He ended it once and for all. When anybody, just like Ruth, who walked away and joined Moab, the name Boaz covered her. So her root with Moab was cut off. If any man be in Christ, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. All things are passed away. It does not matter what he adds. All things are passed away. The law functioning on God's side is so powerful that it renders useless any other law operating before. There are places if you enter there, exactly high-tech security areas, your phone will shut down automatically. What is prevailing there is so powerful that even if you refuse to switch off your phone, 
the atmosphere will shut down your phone. Light in Christ is so powerful that if any man be in Christ, all under operation. Are you getting what I'm saying? But you see, the problem is they know not. Basically, many have not been in an atmosphere where repeatedly somebody has taught them. Honestly speaking, and this is where I'm going, I want to share. House, hear me. My time is showing 12 moments. Hear me. This is not a truth to hear once. There are levels in knowing things. All right? See, there is belief. There is faith. There is knowing. Knowing is the highest level of faith. Paul said, I reckon. That word record is a powerful word. So when he was talking in Romans chapter 6, that you are dead, he said, reckon yourself. That means conclude, accept, finalize it, that you have died, and that you, this is a new you. That reckoning comes by a man praying for understanding. I have seen Christians, and this word puts some people up, in churches where they somewhat believe the word. He or she does not exactly, he has not come to the level of knowing. He just repeating what they are saying. I'm the righteousness of God. As he come, because sincerely speaking, it's not about proximity. It's not about trying to say what others are saying. It's about an assurance that is personal. And that assurance is better in the place of prayer, honestly. You are to pray for revelation so that light will shine. The word of God will be unveiled to you. Elijah, Elisha was surrounded. As soon as he woke up, he saw angels around them. The servant said, Master, we are surrounded. He said, they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Then he prayed for the servant. He said, God, I pray you open his eyes. So the guy opened. Nobody can see these things if God does not open your eyes. I have been in a church like this where this kind of message was preached. After the message, somebody's mom still called her and brought water prayer, prayer water, and gave her. Satan will pray to fear. The fear will not be that maybe this is God's way of answering my prayer. God's ways are in his words. He does not have new methods. All the methods, God forever, oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. When you hear something like this, the enemy will not go to sleep. It's coming for you to test what you have learned. Oh, glory to God. Some of us enter a car, we lift up our head. Father, we thank you for the journey that we are going. When I used to enter a bus in those days, and somebody will start binding and commanding, blood sucking demon, my blood is bitter. Those are African Christianity. Africanized Christianity itself has its own culture. That culture brings it ends other cultures. I'm, are you following what I'm saying? And people, even people who are not praying for it, now start praying. Any prayer that comes from fear and that you answer out of fear, the Spirit of God is absent. When God appears, the first thing he will say is fear not. So anything rooted in fear. How people are buying it? Oh God, 
Oh, as we go, all you forces on the road. If a child of God is in the bus, the angels know that you are there. God knows that you are there. It does not matter the number of forces on the road. See, one of the things, oh God, people think that when they say the demons, when they mention the spirits, they mention the spirit. It is Beelzebub beak. And you think that the more you pray, that if it's this big demon, this one needs big, bigger prayer. In fact, bigger demons obey more easily. Because they have an understanding more than the smaller ones of who the master is. And what can happen if they stay a minute longer? They will be fried. Have you heard me? Hallelujah. The one who could conquer, he has come to do the job. Stand in this victory. Stand in this victory. We are not called to be fighting Satan. Satan has been fought. You stand in the victory. The Bible says resist the devil and he will flee. It's a guarantee. And the Bible says how, so, so that God, see God is amazing. He, when he said resist the devil, I'm sure God quickly remember Africa. That so he puts understanding of resist Kabbalah. I'm going to carry one now. We are resisting the devil. So he told us how to say resist him in faith. And faith comes by hearing and the word of God. That means resisting by speaking the word of God. What did Jesus do? If thou are the son of God commanded, he said, it is written. It is written is what silences the devil. That's what you need. Are you hearing me? Revelation. So Paul prayed. He said, I pray for the spirit that you may know. That knowing is powerful. In some places you are seeing knowing as idol. What you have come to realize for instance, you know you are a man and there's no doubt. When the things of the spirit get to the point where all ladies are here, I mean, if they tell you, when they say men this way, women this way, naturally you are a lady, you go this way because you just know. But you see, that knowledge of what you know, many times what you know is not built on anything physical. Is built on information that you are solidly convinced about. For instance, there are many Igbos here. You can't speak Igbo. You've not been to your hometown. But when they say, which tribe are you right Igbo? Who told you? Supposing mom and dad lied to you. Maybe they just adopted you. From when you were like six months old. Maybe something happened, they adopted you. Are you? Are you getting what I'm saying? There is nothing on your forehead written Igbo. If you are Yoruba, why do you think? Because you started growing up among Yoruba people and they started telling you. That means there is power in what to see constantly. You can so much believe it that when they say Yoruba, you are just Yoruba, not because you can speak Yoruba, not because Yoruba is in your blood, but because. Growing up, you've been told repeatedly, we are Yorubas, and you believe you are a Yoruba person. Exposing yourself to the world can become so real like that also. That it is so real that it moves from trying to believe scripture into knowing that this is a solid conviction. I was in a meeting and he said, everybody pray, pray, pray. Say someone that are not praying. Demons are jumping out of people, they might enter you. 
I just sat down with a bottle of coke. So because you say I should pray, I'm not praying. So demons will come out of somebody and enter me. And it has nothing to do whether I'm praying for hours or not. I'm just saying it is settled in me from the perspective of the word of God that that cannot happen. Many of you did NCCM, you joined some people too. We went to a village. I mean, we prepared to a few things. Some of us will get to a village and sleep sound and even snore. No start suspecting the old woman there. Oh, somebody looking at it's a, the way she's looking at me. Are you getting what I'm saying? I just felt this morning, honestly, you can see, it was when I was praying yesterday that it dawned on me very strongly that address this issue, let people know they have been set free. You have been brought out and you have been brought in. Whatever has affected the rest of the family, only the good things can work with you. The bad ones cannot affect you again. You have been plugged into a new life. Now you are joined to the Lord. Let's read that scripture as we close. Let's close with it. To him that is joined to the Lord, he has become one spirit. Hallelujah. Oh, you are joined to the Lord. You are joined to the Lord. You have become one spirit. So where is the place of evil spirit? You are joined to the Lord. You are joined to the Lord. Terrorists are after you. Because we've done things. Somehow, American military invited you to come and be living right on their base, military base. Isn't that the end of the story? It will take a terrorist that does not understand terrorism to carry his gun and say, I'm getting that guy. Where is they say he's a military base in America? I will follow him. <laughs> thou shall follow him, but thou shall never come back. Because the moment the person enters American military base, he is so secure that there is no terrorist on earth that can come here. But that is even what about Almighty God? So a man has joined himself to the Lord. And somebody is still telling him that some forces are still operating. Where? In the presence of God? They know not. Oh, I see a lot of people like prodigal son's brother. Treasures inside you yet you don't know. Last week I still spoke about understanding what God has given you. When God created you, what did he create? anybody, the day you know your true identity, you will never envy anybody. There are no two people like me. Are you, are you with me? When you know, you will never envy anybody. I'll close with this story from the Bible. Matthew 25. You've read it before. You will never compare myself with anybody I don't preach like any other person. There are people who's preaching that I admire so much. But we are different. Why do we have friends competing among themselves? Somebody doesn't know who she is. Oh, I'm glad you are marrying a very handsome, wonderful Christian. God bless you. But that is your man, not mine. Mine will show up. 
and I will support you with yours. When you, are, when you know who you are, there is a confidence. They will think you are proud. Rat race ends. You can't run like them again. Are you following me? And God has branded each one of us. They talk about branding. Number one person that can brand is God. Your gift and your talent have branded you already. You are different from others. That's why nobody has your fingerprint. Have you to be branded? You don't need tattoo. You've been tattooed from heaven. There's nobody like you. Don't, don't try to just, just understand and flow in your calling. Nobody, nobody can play your role. Only you can play your role. One day we travel through the Bible. Simon of Serene, the only thing he did was to carry the cross of Jesus. We are still talking about him today. He was not Peter. He was not Paul. But he carried the cross. The woman that poured oil on Jesus, did not carry the cross, did not cast out demons, but poured oil, and we are still reading about her. Everybody matters to God, wants to play, play your role. Are you with me? Let, me? let me tell you this story. Matthew 25. This parable of the talent. He gave one five talents. He gave one two. He gave one one. Remember, I've told you in this church before. It's a pastor, Dr. Benya. It's late now that showed us this and it was a blessing. You would think that the master favored the one with five talents more. No. He looked at the one, he looked at three guys. He said this one, like Tom Tom. Please stand. <laughs> She's one of my favorite people. DJ Clem, stand. It's an issue stand. So, it's not you, just an illustration. <laughs> Amen. So, the, the Lord looked at this one. Ah, She's so, ah, she's butter. <laughs> what I could be very too corporate. Not rugged at all. He said, for this world to be successful in life, she's so weak. You are not weak. I'm just saying that we need to give her five talents. So he gave her five. He looked at this one. And you see, it's not that the two of them. That this one. He's a little strong. He's stronger than her. With two, it will be fine. Then he looked at this one. This is the strongest. She's so strong that if you give her just one talent, she's fine. Sit down. Some people were born into a rich family. God planned this so. Because they are so weak that they need money and all the supports. But there are some of you. Ha <laughs> ha! God was too sure that with what I put inside this guy, put him in a jingle. In 30 years, the old world is hearing of him. So the people that, that are starting from behind are the strongest. The, your creator is so sure of the stuff that you have inside you. It did not allow you to be born in Canada. It did not allow you to be born in UK. You are angry. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, are you wondering why they gave some people visa and they did not give you? You are needed here. Stay. No matter what is happening in the nation, there is, you are wired up to face it, overcome it, and redefine it. So let those who run, run. <laughs> Instead of coming back from the embassy in Nanga, come with joy. 
Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Is someone free this morning? Isn't it wonderful to know? Say to your neighbor, nothing is wrong with you. Say to someone else, nothing, nothing, nothing is wrong with you. Nothing is wrong with you. God did a perfect job. Redemption is complete. Jesus has done it all. The work is a good work. Nothing is wrong with you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When the character flow shows, address it. In the name of Jesus, I'm not of them that masturbate. I'm bigger than this. Greater is it that is in me than the one that is in the world. When they say temptation of opposite says, say no. I'm a seed of the king. I live above this. I cannot yield to lust. There's too much light inside me to do any dark thing. In the name of Jesus Christ, body, I command you to behave. Hallelujah. Don't run after a guy because he has body. Look at his body and say, we bless God for what you have. Just give me three years. God is at work in me. By the time you see me, I'm so blessed. I'm not talking about getting a job. I'm talking about employing many people. I get what I'm saying. You are not talking about building a house for yourself and your family. You are talking about giving, accommodating people. Vision. Oh, lift up your hands and just give him praise. Blessed be your name, Father, we worship you. We give all the glory. Blessed be your name. Oh, we thank you. Oh, we love you. We worship you. Blessed be your name. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Blessed be God. Hallelujah. We worship you. We give you praise. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.